0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another week of the Uncaped Crusaders Review with Mark and Ian. Also, we will be joined this week by a guest. It'll be one of my friends, Axel, who will join us as well. So we'll have a three-man team to discuss Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. That is what we're going to be watching today. Also, we will start off the show with our uh, tribute to the great, great Stanley who passed away earlier this week. So this, again, two-part episode a um, little bit longer than the last couple ones have been. So this is going to be part one right here. Hey everyone, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncape Crusaders Review. Alright, so this week is, uh, this week sucks, to be honest. I mean, this yep. is just, this is terrible. I mean, St- Stan Lee, obviously, I'm sure, um, I mean, all you guys know that Stan Lee passed away on Monday. And man, that, that hurt, that hurt a lot. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure most people felt that way. But, oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, for me, I don't really care much about, I mean, celebrities as far, you know, I mean, I just, as far as like emotionally, I mean, I have like obviously people that I like and people that I enjoy watching, you know, favorite actors and stuff. But it doesn't really affect me for the most part just because, you know, we're you know, you're not really you don't know them like personally or anything. Yeah. But there's been three that have really affected me that have, you know, of people that have died. And the first one was Adam West. That was the first one that really that that one hurt. Cause that was the first Batman I ever saw, and then Carrie Fisher, when she when she died, that was that was I mean Star Wars again. It's like my childhood consisted of sports, then you know superheroes and Star Wars, and that was pretty much most of my childhood. Then professional wrestling came in a little bit later, like eleven, twelve. But as far as growing up, it was like those three things, and so you have a, the staple of superheroes first for me really Adam West and then you have Carrie Fisher obviously Star Wars and then so those hurt and then now Stan Lee that's just that's so much above even those
1: yeah because it's not like your typical actor you know passing away I mean Stan Lee was way more than that he was a
0: creator who's
1: you know it's not just you know we love some of his movies it's like we grew up on the stuff he created and for most of us you know he was One of the biggest influencers of our childhood, yeah. It's like seeing all the, um, like you know, all the support and like you know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the depression online, like on Twitter, like you know, especially how divisive things are. Like, this hits everyone across the board,
0: it, like yes. people you would
1: never expect, like athletes, obviously, actors, but politicians, like everyone is is bummed about this.
0: I mean, this guy is the father of comics. I mean, even though he didn't yeah. start them, and even though. You know, there's Batman and Superman. There's some big characters that were around before him. I mean, he is the—he's the guy as far as he's that. I mean, he—he's c- created more than any like four people combined. Like hell yeah, the amount he created in a whole a whole world, a whole universe himself. And, you know, you look at other people, you might think of stuff like that, you know, like George Lucas with Star Wars or whatever. But that's still kind of one thing. Oh, yeah. And this was like, you know, a hundred things.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the type of creativity, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see again. I I don't think so. Look at uh, the number of different characters and just how different they were from each other. It wasn't like just creating, yeah, kind of characters within the same world or realm or whatever. It was, no, it was different cultures, different ideas and like landscapes and settings. And it's just, I don't, yeah, I don't know if creative creatively, if we'll see anyone of his status, you know, again, anytime
0: soon. I don't, I don't think, no, we never, we'll, we'll never see anything like him ever again. It, it just, I mean, it's yeah. not going to happen.
1: He's a Shakespeare of comic books, you know, yep. it's like even more than that, I would say.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't think we've ever seen this level of creativity to this Degree ever, and I don't think we yeah. ever will.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just can't describe it. No, like it, and, as we talk about it, you know, he was ninety-five, and when you go back and read his life, I mean, it was. You talk about the fullest life of <laughs> accomplishment, yeah, and just you know, living living it to the max every minute.
0: Oh um, yeah.
1: but still, even at ninety-five, is like you just you th- you didn't think it would happen, you know, like. You just expect to see him make a cameo cameo in every Marvel movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. At that uh, point, you kind of did. Like, once it was like, oh man, he's ninety. Then it was just like, oh, okay. Well, it's just not going to change. It'll just he'll just keep going because the guy never act never looked or acted like he was you know in his nineties. He was still up and moving and about. It was just like I've never seen that level of energy from someone ever like that.
1: Yeah, I mean God, it's gonna be it's gonna be so sad going forward, you know, seeing the Marvel movie and him not being there. It's yeah. like he they're playing cameos if you know, if you're not really paying attention, you'll miss yeah. with him. And and now it's like it's gonna be so obvious when we don't see one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're no, you're one hundred percent right. And it is I mean, and it's not just like, oh, look at all the stuff he created, but like the persona he created for himself. Yeah. It was almost just as impressive as the characters. I mean, this guy was the comics guy when nobody cared about comics for decades. Oh, yeah. And he always did. He never just kind of coasted on comic. He was always a hundred percent giving his all with this and it you know, and it that's why these characters have lived on and that's why they're they will continue to live on forever.
1: Yeah, I mean he's like a real life Willy Wonka in some ways,
0: like, where he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah.
1: larger life, and like everyone like has been influenced by him, and but he actually existed. It was like, oh my god.
0: No, yeah, you're no, you're one hundred, you're one hundred percent right in, uh, in that description. I mean he is, yeah, he's the Willy Wonka of, of characters of storytelling. Yeah, God. And man, I mean, because it, it's not just like. The create it's just like hearing his voice. He's got the greatest voice of anybody of all time, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, physically, his the way his voice sounded is just the most soothing, best thing ever. Like hearing yeah. him talk, hearing him read things is like my favorite thing ever. Oh yeah. I mean, I have you know, my dad had this like CD, this weird CD Marvel put out in probably the seventies, and it's called Spider Man Rock Reflections of a Superhero. And, yeah, that's what it's called. Huh? You never heard of it? but um, No. Yeah, and it's like it, it's like him. It's like the story of Spider-Man, but there's, I don't know if they got random, they just got bands to make these songs, but there's random songs on it, and the, each song's like a different genre, and they're all just about some aspect of Spider-Man, and then in between the songs, he narrates like basically kind of a story of the beginning of Spider-Man, in a way, and kind of part of it. And, um, yeah, so it's no, so even that I used to listen to as a kid, a bunch, and I've been listening to it a lot over the past couple of days and, um, that, uh, I put, I put a video out that I just made on Twitter and on, uh, Facebook and, uh, the, the audio in that is from that CD. It's the, Mm. one of the, one of the little segments where he's talking about Spider-Man not stopping the bad guy. And then that being the guy who kills his uncle Ben and him realizing all that, which I think is just the greatest thing probably that's ever been written ever is just that idea and that story. And, um, uh, I was, I just, I just read amazing fantasy 15. Like, uh, I think I was reading it last night or the night before. And it's just like, that is the most perfect story, like character story, like ever like character beginning. It's just, it's perfect like yeah. the character of Spider-Man and again look both of us Batman is our favorite but Spider-Man is the best comic book character I think ever as far as like a comic book character Spider-Man and Peter Parker it's perfect as a comic book like as yeah. that from that in that medium it's it's perfect and it's amazing and it's that story of a guy you know a normal guy or a below normal guy yeah who then gets these abilities And has been crapped on his whole life and so is finally like, all right, well, I got this stuff so I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to get back at some of these people and, you know, and then, you know, completely uses it in a selfish way and then doesn't get involved when he could in any sort of, you know, preventing crime or any of that stuff. Just, you know, because think about how often that happens with people, how often people are just like, no, I don't want to get involved in that. It's so mm. normal. Like, that's such a oh, yeah. normal feeling. Like, you know, he's being completely normal. He's doing what most people would do.
1: Avoiding conflict.
0: Right. And then it then leads to his uncle being killed directly because of his indifference. And it's just and and, and, and you know what the amazing part is that has nothing to do with his ability as a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It didn't take him being Spider-Man to stop the guy. It just yeah. took, a, a, you know, someone wanting to do something. And, you know, he, he learns that from that. And that completely is his driving force then forever. It's no, I need, I, you know, I can do this. And if I have the ability to prevent this or to help this person or to do this, then I have an obligation to do that. And I feel like that's lost nowadays.
1: Yeah. I think, I feel like, I mean, of all the things you could. You know, award Stanley for I think the thing he was best at than anybody else, at least in modern memory, is no one else is better at creating characters people can identify and relate to. Yep. And like sympathize with like, and again, you just look at the the archive of different characters. I remember reading like um, when he first came up with Daredevil, he was really nervous because he thought the whole being blind was going to rub people the wrong way, Right. think that is some gimmick. And then he said, after they released the character, he got nothing but support from, you know, people who have blind relatives or people who are blind, you know, who, who could at least appreciate the story. Yeah, of this blind guy able to do all this stuff.
0: Yep, and he did that so many times. I mean, oh my obviously, God, yeah. I mean, uh, was was Black Panther or Luke Cage the first black character? I think Black Panther I think was. it was Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's the first person to create a mainstream black superhero. I mean, yeah. you know, in the 60s.
1: Exactly. And it's kind of forgotten now. Like, when the movie came out, it kind of upset, upset me in a way where people were like, oh, this, you know, obviously, like, oh, this is such an important character and franchise because, you know, it's, it's a role model for young black kids. And they were kind of, you know, you know, giving all the credit to Ryan Coogler and right, stuff. It's right, right. Like, You forget that a white guy created it, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Like anyone can create this great character that now, you know, is one of the most successful movies of all time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I I totally agree. And, you know, just, just all those, I mean, the X-Men were literally created as all the outcast type, you know, people, either religious or whatever. Social
1: commentary. It's 100%
0: on on that. And which is, completely relevant now still
1: it, it always will be like no, nice. time. no. Yeah, it's brilliant
0: it's it, oh. yeah it, it's amazing just the mind of that guy and not just not just the creative mind but the like the um what, what's the word the trailblazing mind at the same time it's not just the creativity but also the the you know levels he was able to go to and you know just all of that is just outstanding And and it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And it's just great to see how, you know, all the years he spent, you know, keeping comic books alive and just giving his life to comic books. It's great to see how, how much has paid off and see, you know, especially with how big comic book movies and, you know, franchises are now to see that he created that and he could see that, you know, before he died, you know, that does bring some comfort.
0: Yeah, no, I, yeah, it definitely does. And yeah, so I I of course went back and watched the first Spider Man movie on yeah. um, on Monday, which I still think I, I still think that's the greatest comic book movie that's ever been made. It's up there. I, I don't care what anybody says. I, I'm not saying it's the best overall movie made, but as far as a comic book adaption, I mean there's like that, there's Watchmen and I don't know, maybe maybe Sin City if you wanted to get into stuff like that. But as far as like superhero comics, that that's the most perfect comic comic book movie adaptation that's ever been made. I mean yeah. there's only the only flaw in that movie is the lack of web shooters and there's no other flaw. Every character is perfect. They're all exactly the way they were written in the comics. The way they yeah. interact with each other is perfect. The the Peter Parker character is done uh. no I mean, you can't do it. You really can't do the Peter Parker part of that movie any better. I mean you I mean he's just the worst most you know nothing the the thing with spider-man and Stan stanley said it nothing goes right for him that that's the linchpin of the character guy always tries to do the right thing nothing ever works and that is they capture that perfectly in that yeah. first movie i mean the ending of that movie is oh. incredible
1: it, it, i mean we should talk about that like we talk about like you know Moments of Cain and yes. the godfather how good that ending is
0: oh my gosh that it makes it me cry
1: forgotten. yeah like, like the, the graveyard the whole like when he just tells Mary Jane he's like all I want is to be with you but I can't and he can't give her a reason he's like I, I just can't
0: he he literally just says you know I'll always be here for you as a friend and she says only a friend and he says that's all I have to give
1: Ah. Oh. Like how do you make him more sympathetic? And then hero? you hear,
0: but you hear his, you know, internal mono, his his own mind saying, you know, how much he loves her and everything, and how he just can't. He loves her too much to put her in this position.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like that's more heroic than you know jumping into a burning building or doing whatever. It's like being willing to say no to the thing you want more than ever.
0: <sighs> just the end. Oh. The ending of that movie, you have Norman Osborne, a father figure to him, turns out to be the Green Goblin and dies. Mm-hmm. And then you have Harry now thinks Spider-Man kills his dad. Mm-hmm. And now Mary Jane comes out that she loves Peter Parker and he can't reciprocate it. Like it uh, is just the most perfect. It's the most perfect thing. And it's beautiful. And it is. Yeah. And the then, you know, everyone, most people would say the second movie is better. I am i wouldn't argue. I disagree. I wouldn't argue people saying that. I get no, it. No. And, I, and, you know, the second movie is amazing. Oh, yeah. But I like the first movie better because of those character moments. It gets right, and the second movie does a good job of that too. Oh yeah, you know they they do a good job of you know stuff not working out for them too. And the ending of that movie I think is amazing as well with with Mary Jane. It's a it's a perfect ending with how the first movie was a perfect ending. Yeah, like after that first movie, that second movie has that that's an amazing ending as well. Oh yeah, um, but man, it just it just gets me, and that's all Stan Lee. All of that is Stanley created and it's, yeah. you know, and it prompts to Sam Raimi, obviously for the adaption, but
1: of course, but you look at all the modern Marvel movies and, you know, even though we like most of them, it's like, yeah, Sam Raimi just cap- ch- captured exactly what Stanley was going for. I think better yep. than probably anybody else really.
0: Oh, I think definitely better than anybody else. And I don't think it's close. Um, and yeah. there's, you know, there's been great movies, obviously there's been great adaptions, great super yeah, movies, yeah. but I don't think any have captured the char- a character as the well heart. as, as those movies, yeah. but, um, sure. and we're, we're going to have to do a whole episode on, on those movies we're we're going to have to take a detour at one point and just, I'm okay with that. Just do that. <laughs> they're, the, they're, they're that good. But, um, yeah. anyway, so obviously super sad, Stanley Stanley is now gone, but never, ever, will be forgotten for sure. No. So
1: God, no. I mean, he'll, he'll be influencing generations to come. It's, yeah. I mean,
0: I never, I, is, I'm, I'm just disappointed. I never got a chance to like meet him at a con or anything that that's, oh, that really hurts. I do have an autograph by him though. I do have a, a spider rank comic autograph. I Stanley. Got more but, than I
1: have. Yeah. More than most people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um, I never did get to get to meet him, but anyway, so, uh, definitely, you know, RIP Stanley and, well, we'll yeah. never forget. But um, as far as Batman goes, not really a whole lot of news, so there's really not anything to say. Um, no, everything's just kind of motoring along. We're just all kind of waiting for the stuff that's you know going around. Um, waiting
1: for the next big news, whether yeah. it's the um, the what's the guy directing, um, Matt Reeves' movie, whether it's you know a Nightwing movie, we don't know. So right, or, or when we'll finally
0: get the Joker trailer. That should right. be too far out. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. But um. And then Titans, man, it continues to be pretty good. The last episode <laughs> was pretty good too. They introduced Jason yeah. Todd at the very end, and I think that's going to actually be an interesting dynamic because at this point, Dick Grayson didn't even know that Jason Todd—that there was another Robin. So oh. that was—I think that's going to be interesting. And I—I'm going to say it. I think you should give it a shot.
1: I might have to. I mean, you're—you're you're pretty much at the point of yeah. <laughs> you're again. Almost, again, you know.
0: the expectations need to be where they are. But okay, for for. For all the stuff that you know, the the grittiness and stuff that does isn't quite the best in my opinion. It it's not yeah. a bad show. Characters seem to make decent sense, and they seem to be done a decent, decently accurate. And the story um, is it keeps you keeps you interested. Now, whether it's going to be one of those shows where it's like after it's done, if like a rewatchable show, I'm not sure. But at least yeah, as yeah. of right now, when you kind of don't know what's going on, it's at least interesting.
1: Did you watch the anime? Show not Teen Titans Go, but the original.
0: Mm, A little bit. I I'm not a fan of the anime style, so it never really it was never really my thing. But I saw I saw it a handful of times.
1: See, I'm not an anime fan either, but I did really like that show. So I just wonder, like, if I can get over, of course, the try hard
0: grittiness,
1: and then if I can get over, like, okay, this isn't Teen Titans. This is yeah, it's not its own thing. Yeah, I mean, from what you're saying, I think I could enjoy it. Think of it, it, so. it
0: honestly it fits in the world of almost like a Ben Affleck Batman. Not a Ben Affleck Batman from Justice League, but like a first yeah. half Ben Affleck Batman. It 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 fits in that world. It does.
1: I mean, of course. But um it makes sense, yeah.
0: Anyway, so but I think it's I think it's worth it's worth watching anyway. Yeah. But uh yeah, so today we're going to watch Batman Beyond. Return of the Joker, which is one of the best Batman movies ever made. Um, It is the pinnacle of Batman Beyond. And it is just outstanding. And we're going to be joined, actually, by uh, another person. We're going to be joined by one of my friends, Axel. So, um, yeah, we'll get into this in just a moment. (laughs) <laughs> All right, we are now joined by uh, my friend Axel. He's joining me and Ian here on the podcast. So, Axel, say hello. Hello. There he is. So now there's three. Uh, the first time we've ever had anybody other than just me and Ian. So it'll be uh, this will be fun. We get an extra yeah. an extra opinion thrown in there as we uh, watch Batman Beyond: Return to the Joker, which definitely, as we said before, one of the best Batman movies ever. Axel, what are your uh, quick opinions on the film?
2: Um, make Batman beyond again.
0: <laughs> that is uh fair enough. Many people, um, agree with that, that statement as well. Batman beyond was definitely a good show. We talked about it last week when we did uh the Batman beyond movie, kind of the origin of Batman beyond just really how <laughs> the fine line that they were, that they, uh, walked with this character and how badly it could have gone. Oh yeah. But
1: um yeah, it really does have a cult following now. Um and like yeah, it's aged really well. I mean, despite the futuristic stuff being kind of dated, yeah, it's got a huge following.
0: And uh yeah, so um yeah uh if you guys have it all up and ready, we'll get ready to start start the film. I'm at about five seconds. There's Warner Brothers logo. Bugs Bunny is standing to the to the uh, the left of it with his hand in the air. I'm right there too. Axel. Uh, yes, I am ready to start. All right, Ian, you want to do the honors? Count us down, not from we'll thirty.
1: Have, well, let's have uh, Axel do it. So okay, all it.
0: right, fair enough. Axel, you're 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 the guest, so go ahead. Count us down.
2: So I could pick any number to start from as well. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: no. Ian tried that the first week, and it got annoying quickly. So <laughs> i I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Five, four, three, two one all right so Bugs Bunny bites down on the carrot and we are underway man so there's that futuristic Gotham instead of a red sky purple sky yeah a little even interesting, different eh? from
1: the previous Batman Beyond movie
0: yeah that is true because it was still red sky in the that that first one so now they've yeah. kind of changed and now they, this a whole new gang of jokers they're nobody that we've seen before they created all new ones for this movie uh, wolf, mm-hmm. the hyena-spliced kid, which is really yeah. disturbing if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, this weird, giant, bald-headed guy and then a fat guy and then a scarecrow-looking guy who's... At- and then uh, these the twins, Dee Dee. And the scarecrow guy is actually voiced by Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, really? Not- yeah. It's
2: almost a, uh, you know, Christopher Walken sounding at first. <laughs> at
0: first. <laughs> it is, and apparently he, that's what he was trying to do. He was doing a Christopher Walken <laughs> impression, so which I always think is kind of funny. But um, yeah, so we come in on all these Joker villains, uh, and they're breaking into this warehouse and trying to steal this giant thing, m- machinery piece or whatever. And then we're going to have Batman swoops down and very Spider-Man-like. Little Given a little quip. And then attacking yeah, He's him. a lot
1: more talkative than the Kevin Conroy, or I guess original Batman.
0: Yeah, this Batman is younger, and he's pretty much Spider-Man if Spider-Man was Batman. Pretty much. Teenage kid. Talkative. Cocky. Yeah. yeah which,
2: very talkative, and uh, filled with street smarts, as you know the kids
0: call it. <laughs> true. That is very true. Um, definitely kind of a troubled kid, which we kind of saw in the other movie. Not not didn't start out as the best kid, but no. been, uh it's been put on the right track by Bruce Wayne and Batman with this kind of mission now that he's accepted. Kind of thrust yep. himself into at first, and now yeah, is... put on
1: the right track by fighting dangerous you know, <laughs> lunatics. <laughs> I mean, if anything, Batman has an
2: amazing history with kids. Bruce Wayne, pretty spotty. (laughs) That's a
1: good point.
0: That's very true. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he definitely did a number on all three Robins and everyone else. But uh, this fight is actually fantastic. Oh, yeah. This is a very well-done fight. And um, obviously we're watching the the uncut version of the movie, the the real version of the movie, the non-edited version. Um, so it's a lot more violent than the, um, other one. I don't know if any of you have seen the, the edited one, but I
1: it's, 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 it's,
0: I mean, it's not too, too different, but it's definitely not as good.
2: Yeah. They essentially use some flash sequences to take out those violent elements that were yeah. originally not supposed to be released, but, um, like I remember all of, growing up, it was just, If I saw that on TV, it would be the edited version. And when I finally saw the uncut version, I was like, you can't go uh, back.
0: (laughs) I'm a changed man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nothing is more apparent with that than the, uh, the flashback sequence, which we'll get to later on in the movie. But, um,
1: that's when you really, I
0: mean, this whole fight is pretty heavily edited though from the original one. A lot of the, uh, most of it's over now as they are now escaping with the machinery piece. But uh, a lot of the punches and stuff are kind of cut away or, or cut out. A lot, a lot of the kicks and stuff like that are, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is interesting. Yeah. Especially watching Brave and the Bold, which is a kids show, Batman for kids, and some of those episodes are way more violent than any of these. Oh sure, it's very weird. It's very weird. I mean, that's
1: TV in general now, though.
0: Yeah, that is that is true.
2: Yeah, I mean they're. It's that difference in time, like, people older than us can take it, and then people younger than us can take it. Um, we're a little too soft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. So, here, we see Dee Dee fly, one of the Dee Dee's, fly off, and now is falling to her death, and Batman stops the fight to save her. Hint, hint, Zack Snyder. Doesn't just let them die, as with, with all these Zack Snyder fanboys want jeez yeah actually Axel, going I'm out
1: assuming you're not one of them
2: i'm not okay yeah okay. yeah yeah he,
0: he's he's not a moron which is which is nice yeah but um again all, all those people if anyone listens that are those people i'm sorry but i'm but, not really sorry
1: don't mean to offend you but we just we but we kind of do <laughs> we don't care if we do, but <laughs> right we don't mean to
0: see batman is sitting here taking a beating from bonk because he's holding on to Dee Dee until she finally yes. gets, you know, onto a hovercraft. Like that's Batman.
1: That's yeah. That's what any hero. That's should be any yeah. Like.
0: That's Batman, Superman, Spider Man. That's any of them.
1: Uh, of course, they're antiheroes, which is right. Fine right. That, go, that's that's different. why they're anti-heroes.
0: Right. That's why they're not heroes. Yeah. Man, there is a. This is an odd. Like none of these look like anybody is in any of these buildings. <laughs> yeah. Like they, yeah, the they don't archi- none of these look like buildings. Like, they really think forty years in the future, every building that exists now is not going to exist. And it's gonna be yeah. all new ones.
1: Yeah, it's quite the big leap from the animated series to what the architecture is now.
0: I
2: mean, I'd like to just say if what Bonk is wearing is still around, sign me up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just that red shirt with the overalls.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, overalls are still in right now. Um, I'd like to think that, you know,
1: <laughs> they could have gone out and then come back in.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So now we're going to get the opening title sequence. But what, what a great open to the movie. That's a good way to start a movie. But um, that's, that's and, sharp. you know, this movie was made because they were originally making a third animated series movie to come after Sub-Zero. And I believe it was called either Batman Arkham, or I think it was called Batman Arkham, originally. Oh, yeah. And it was in production, that. but then, I guess with the whole Batman Beyond thing, it was shifted. And then with the uh, success of Batman Beyond, like the TV show, because I think this was made, and they were in the middle of season two, I believe, when this movie was being made. And they, they, you know, the studio or whatever wanted them to make a movie, and so... Bruce Damon and Paul Dini, they're having to figure out how to keep making the, the series and also make this movie at the same time.
1: Yeah, that can't be easy.
0: No, no. Uh, it was definitely a little bit difficult for them, um, for, especially but, with all the edits that then had to happen. I can't even imagine how much harder that made it. God, yeah.
2: Yeah, because it's it my understanding. I know they pushed back the release date because of those edits.
0: Yeah, I know. That totally makes sense with just how much it had to. I had to deal with, but, um, yeah, yeah, there's a couple. And then the other voice actor, I forgot, Frank Welker is in this as, uh, the, uh, wolf, the hyena boy. That's Frank oh, Welker. Yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a couple of guest, guest stars in it. Henry Rollins too. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, some decent, decent talent. And obviously we got Mark Hamill coming back as the, the Joker, which of course is the only reason why That's, we're here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's a necessity. It, it yeah, is. if Bruce Tim is doing it, he's like, I'm not getting anyone else.
0: Yeah, no, definitely not. But um, yeah, and that's another reason this movie. It took, you know, they were so last minute, kind of making it that that's why the credits are the way they are. They're just white on black because they didn't have time yeah. to do anything else.
2: That's totally fine. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm fine with that too. <laughs>
0: Look at this amazing yeah, I mean, Bruce Wayne intro. He throws a batarang and cuts off Two Face's head. Come on. That's awesome. And then he so just says good. still got it. Yeah, on the censored version actually. Um They they don't have that.
1: Yeah. That's
0: mm-hmm. so dumb. <laughs> I know. And like little He's things like, too, like like when they're driving in a car later, they uh they put seat belts on them in the uh the T V version. <sighs> like stuff like that, yeah.
1: Because if people are gonna notice.
0: I know, I know. I yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. <laughs>
1: But, uh, they think if they don't put seat belts, like kids are just gonna start riding in the streets and like, uh.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. No, nobody's care nobody cares about that during a Batman movie, but whatever no, so now now we find out that Bruce Wayne is taking back control of Wayne Enterprises um as like an active participant, yeah, which is interesting because I don't I don't know how much. Axel, you watch more of the the TV show. Does that happen in the TV show?
2: In all honesty, it's been a hot minute for me. Okay, okay. Um, fair enough.
0: Yeah, I don't remember either. But uh, then then we have this new Jordan Price character, which is a red herring character because it's voiced by Mark Hamill.
1: So already, you know.
0: So already everyone's like, oh. But then, of course, you know, that ends up not being the case. But, um... Yeah, so we have them uh, just talking in the Batcave, again, just kind of exposition, pretty much. And you're Ian. You're the one who said you're still not really huge fan of old Bruce Wayne.
1: No, just you know, um, obviously it makes sense, you know, especially in continuity, and when you start to get into the other stories and other you know people who take up the mantle. But you know, it just is it's you know it's never going to be easy to see your favorite character, my favorite character. You know, old and, you know, just past their prime, you know? Right. It's, it's cool. sad. But, I mean, it's great seeing him still a badass and still, you know, as we know him. But, yeah, it's kind of hard not seeing him suit up and be as effective and important.
0: Yeah. And then we have Terry trying to go out and have a social life, which we all know <laughs> how that works with being Batman. It, it doesn't. I, I kind
2: of w- mm-hmm. want to jump back to what. um. You know, you're asking Ian, but you know, there. if I remember anything, it's you either die a hero <laughs> or you live long enough to see yourself become a man who owns a dog and lives in a cave.
0: <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So uh, that's what Bruce Wayne basically like. I'm trying to figure out how Bruce Wayne has survived the past like what, 20 years since he's been Batman before Terry came around. Yeah, like, what has he been doing? He hasn't been doing anything. Like, There's nobody there. He's not running away in Enterprises. He's not doing anything. Like, how has he lived? Yeah. yeah is he it really... doesn't
2: have his butler like giving him every single meal and all the <laughs> nutrition he's been needing.
1: I guess that's why. He's been having to take care of himself, <laughs> just trying to survive without <laughs>
0: Alfred. Oh, man. Yeah, that is a good point. I want to see that movie. Yeah. We need there that movie. There's a
1: statistic that apparently like, most men die within three years of retiring. Really? It's like, yeah. Apparently,
0: that's terrifying. Oh yeah. No wonder Stanley didn't really retire.
1: There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's definitely smart for sure. That's the way to do it. Keep doing uh stuff that's fun. Yeah. Well, now we're now we're into now now it's starting because now we have this uh, character who looks kind of like the Joker. But Super. how can the Joker be here? Because the Joker yeah. would be like Bruce's age.
1: Or if we're, I mean, is this still in continuity with uh, World's Finest?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it should be.
1: So technically he's also supposed to be blown up in the bum of the, of the ocean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, he comes <laughs> back from that because he's in Justice League episodes. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. So he clearly didn't die there. Yeah. But now uh, Bonk is turning all the gang against him because he's impatient and kind of a moron. Which is a good way to say that. And now, Joker is now threatening him with a gun. But then, surprise, surprise. It's just a it's just a fake bang flag gun. So everything's fine. And everyone relaxes. <laughs> uh, but then, psych, one more time. And it's actually like a dart. Which still is weird to me. It's like a harpoon. Like, there's no point on the end of that, though.
1: I mean, if you do it fast enough.
0: Yeah, but still.
1: Like, what they kill cattle with. Like, that thing is true, just a...
0: True.
2: I mean, anything's a weapon. Like, if you just put your mind to it, like, you throw a book (laughs) hard enough at somebody, they're just going to go down. Well, look at Bullseye.
0: That's true. Yeah, literally. Everything's a weapon. Yeah. But Now we have the Joker back, and this is just... Oh, this is so great. I mean, this is literally just Mark Hamill at his finest with this character. Because this... I mean, because this character is not quite the same Joker from the animated series. This Joker is darker, way more violent, but it's still the same person but you can you you know it's obviously the same but way more freedom
1: well he's he's a lot less like flamboyant like you look at his outfit you look at his hair like yeah. it's you know kind of more just basic and kind of gritty he's just wearing all black his hair is slicked back it's not all showmanship you know
0: yeah and i also love the design of the joker like the facial design of the joker this is by far i think the best one because they use the same really? one when they do the flashback in the yeah. uh, and so that animated that that Joker look from the animated series flashback is the best looking Joker I think. Mm. It looks really really good.
1: Yeah, he looks really sinister.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. So now we have yeah, them. Mean, yeah, go ahead.
2: If they provide us with the exact same Joker, I definitely probably would have had an issue with that because he's not fighting the exact same Batman.
0: Right, <laughs> that's true too. That's a good point, yeah. That is a good point. But, um, so we saw that Joker, you know, they obviously failed at getting that piece of machinery so they were finding a new place to go. And, um, we're gonna find out where that is soon enough. Now we're at this, I guess, gala event where Bruce is gonna make some speech about taking over the company again. I guess it's a party for him. (laughs) But, um...
1: Which, like, you know you've done a bad job running the company when the, like, Senile old founder has to come back and take control. <laughs> it's, like, it's never a good, never a good sign.
0: I don't know if I'd say senile, but nah. old definitely. Yeah.
1: Recluse is what. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for company
0: sure.
2: openings are only fun when you know the CEO and founder has a top hat. He has a lot of short people who work on his staff and <laughs> proceeds to give away tickets for people from all around the world to come and see his opening again and.
0: Oh, isn't that that's funny? Weird. We just were talking about was, Stanley being the Willy Wonka <laughs> of comics, <laughs> and then we have another Willy Wonka reference. Oh, that's great. So now, of course, everything's going wrong. Here comes uh, the hyena boy, Wolf, and now here's the weird gas mask bandits.
1: It's like, does a gala event ever go right in Gotham?
0: <laughs> no. Like,
1: do they ever just have one where, okay. like, someone speaks and doesn't get interrupted? This or? is
0: awesome, because Bruce Wayne is this old man, and he still beats the crap out of this hyena guy. Oh, yeah. That's awesome.
1: I mean, if, I think that would be, like, to me, like, as I said, I don't like seeing old Bruce Wayne. But, I mean, this one, is like if I had to see him old, I want to see him like this. If I ever saw him, like where he couldn't still have some fight in him, mm-hmm. that would be heartbreaking.
2: Right, right. I agree. Well, this one you get in your own head, and you're just like, you know, after years of crime fighting, of, you know, having your back broken, um, yeah. maybe a little arthritis <laughs> could be shown
1: here and there, but sure. a little
0: bit. And there he is. Joker's back. Hello, Gotham. His, Joker's back his in town. This face when he sees him. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And just Kevin Conroy's vocal performance just outstanding
2: uh, god the red eyes
0: oh it's so creepy
2: i've gotta say with batman beyond though i do enjoy i guess it's it incorporating a few more colors than i'm used to yeah, yeah. i'd agree with that It definitely it's a different style yeah
0: yeah they, they do a good job of again keeping a batman but not keeping the same batman like definitely mm-hmm. bringing it into this new world they do a good job. So now, uh, I don't remember what this fat guy's name is, and and the Christopher Walk and Michael Rosenbaum, they're they're stealing this uh, that piece of machinery that apparently took three ships to carry the last one, but just one's yeah. doing just fine with it this time. Yeah, we kind of forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's not important. But now Joker's fine, so he's got the thing, so he's gonna leave. And this scene coming up is awesome. I I love I love this right here. So he's gonna take off, and of course Batman's gonna go after him once he gets rid of this wolf, dog, hyena, whatever. <laughs> Why do they call him wolf if he's a hyena boy? Anyway, um yeah,
1: he's clearly a hyena.
0: Yeah, he is, but they call him wolf. But um so now Joker blows up, you know, all these explosi- explosives that he has set up, and now these people are about to fall. And the Joker doesn't fly away. He waits and lets Batman pick. He's like, Yeah, you can get me right now, or you could go after these guys. I love that. Yeah. It's just oh, straight yeah. up taunting him with it, but then he of course chooses to save these people. Again, yeah. Zack Snyder.
1: Ugh,
0: God, Superman, who else? and uh, who who did Superman? What do
1: you mean?
0: Did Zack Snyder direct Man of Steel also? Man of Steel.
1: Oh yeah, that was. Him. Okay, yeah, I yeah. can't
0: even remember. I put that movie out of my mind. Yeah. But see, it saving the people, people
1: die, Zack Snyder directed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. died.
0: That's fair. So now we have Bruce and uh, Terry driving really? in a Batmobile limo. It looks just Fish. like the Batmobile from the first uh, iteration of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah,
1: not very uh, subtle. But
0: yeah. It's... <laughs> God, it's a little cool. But it's, it's cool. And they don't have seatbelts on in this version. It's a big deal. Oh, my God. I know, right? Everyone's going to oh. go out. All these kids are going to go out without their uh, seatbelts on now.
2: <laughs> yeah, after leaving their galas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and fighting they were the Joker. drinking
2: too.
1: Oh my god.
0: Jeez, <laughs> uh, so
2: I just, I just had a a really close, like life and death situation happen. Robbers, and you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna drive home without my seatbelt every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be something to survive the Joker, and then you just die in a little car accident <laughs> like that.
0: That's fair. That would be uh, not be a good way to go. So now we see Tim Drake watching the Joker on TV, but I don't know if we know it's Tim Drake at that point. I don't know if they just said it. I don't think it. so. Yeah. It's just an older man. Mm-hmm. Now we have Barbara Gordon, who, is Barbara Gordon in the uh, the show regularly? I think she is, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As a commissioner. Of course, there always has to be a Commissioner Gordon. Of course. <laughs> so that they don't have to redo the door.
1: I mean, Commissioner anything else would sound
0: weird. It it's just it's be wrong. It is true. And I mean, have-
1: when they're filling it in, like,
2: they're saying, oh, what's your first name? Like, oh, my first name's Axel. Last name, Martinez. Ooh. <laughs> Guess you it- didn't read the fine print. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're looking for a Gordon there.
0: <laughs> ah, crap. crap.
2: Are you what willing about to legally name? change your last name? <laughs> yeah. You can sure, have the job sure. if
1: you are.
0: Oh, man. So Terry's over here talking with Barbara, trying to get her to... Ex- give him some information on the joker cuz he's never even heard of the joker at this point i mean yeah, bruce has not mentioned the joker at all and so he's I trying mean, to he's figure heard out who of he is. the
2: jokers right know, right right yeah
0: yeah but uh but and was, oh, she yeah. and he's kind of just making light of it he's like how bad can a clown be and then of yeah, course which, she immediately is shutting him down like shut up
1: yeah which is such a great like idea to have this new kid who has no idea it just kind of Just shows the impact of the Joker.
0: Mm -hmm. And then we're gonna see a clip from the Batman animated series from Holiday Nights. Is this audio clip right here? But they redraw it so that it fits the facial pattern of you know this Joker. Of course. But it's the same audio clip from it. So that's a nice touch. Again, callbacks to the animated series. Any animated series callbacks? Definitely a fan of. Mm
1: Mhm.
0: And Bruce trying to figure out. Done well. yeah, Bruce is trying to figure out who this Joe who this guy is, and it says the vocal, the vocals are an identical match, and so he's confused. And now Terry's back, and this is where he says, you know, I've never heard of any, I've heard of all your bad guys except for this one. I'm and then take a quick glance
2: at you know the back wall, all the nice suits, all, all of them just lined up along there.
0: What's your point?
1: Oh, they're nice. <laughs> It is a cool set. Very true, very all. true. Yeah. Evolutions, yeah. hmm And, uh... And of course, the giant penny and the T-Rex.
0: Yep. And now we have Bruce Wayne, who... Terry's... He's asking... He's basically thinking... He's like, you killed him, didn't you? Because he was about to do something just too terrible. And Bruce is just still not going to talk to him at all. And now he's like, well, you can't be Batman anymore. Give the suit back. You've done enough. I, what, yeah, kind of harsh. What, is, what does Bruce expect to happen? Like this person being the Joker is back. Like, I understand how he's like, Oh, I don't want to put you in this position, but, but what, what is, what's, what does he think is going to happen?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, he knows that the police can't stop the Joker. Right. So they can't stop I the get, Jokers. Yeah. I get him not wanting, you know, anyone to go through what he went right. through, you know, battling the Joker. But yeah, it's like, what's the alternative?
0: And then we have Terry talking about how much this means to him. Cause he's like, I was, you know, I, I was a bad kid. Growing up, so he's doing Batman to basically redeem himself for the way he was. Mm-hmm. Which again, yeah, is a great like, moment. I was
2: born in darkness.
0: <laughs> in the show, do we ever
1: see him like almost be a bad kid or kind of start to go toward that path? Uh,
0: not really. At the beginning, he kind of is with just the way he's in that in the movie we watched. You know, the first thing he yeah, kind of is, but but himself, I think that's supposed to be afterwards. Like there was yeah. more when he was younger, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah but <laughs> he's like no I I want this and Bruce just says stupid kid you don't know what you want
1: yeah that's harsh
0: it is and so he says fine screw you and leaves and of course we have ace trying to coax Bruce Wayne to be nice that's pretty much ace's job
1: yeah ace is now the moral compass that Alfred
0: <laughs> was <laughs> yeah pretty much he's been replaced <laughs> And
1: Alfred, you'd been replaced by a dog.
0: It still I'd starts like with A. That,
1: I'd like
2: to think if Ace could talk, he'd be like shooting off one-liners. He'd be like, "Man, that was a pretty rough
1: conversation." And <laughs> <laughs> what if, uh, what if Alfred was like Hindu and he got reincarnated <laughs> as a dog? <laughs> well, hey, we, in there, we find
0: out what happens. How the Joker comes back. What if the same thing is just with the with uh, Ace? Oh <laughs> it's been implanted yeah. with Alfred's brain or whatever yeah. <laughs> and he starts uh, talking one day.
1: It's <laughs> very dark
0: uh, yeah.
2: I, I mean it, that's kind of a cool idea, mm-hmm. like on the off time where Alfred's not cleaning and like not dealing with bruce he he like has a dog he's raising, and it's just like that's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's gonna be his host one day
0: yeah <laughs> instead of instead of him giving giving the disc to um his nephew his uh yeah. his, his granddaughter barbara instead it's it's the dog
1: yeah who who's the name of like his brother or oh, whatever wilfred yeah maybe that's who
0: was yeah
1: maybe wilfred was the dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: Oh, that's great.
1: (laughs) It comes full circle.
0: I mean, he's
2: just like passively, aggressively talking to the dog. He's like, at least you don't come back home with all these scratches and just like bleeding all over the floor. I spent all day cleaning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we have Terry basically going about his life, quote unquote, normally like he was at home and now he's going out with Dana. And now he's about to figure out that that's not going to go the way he, he thought it would. Because, of, of course, here they And I love how the D D S are, like, disguised, but nobody else is. Yeah. Like, wh- why? What's even the point? <laughs> All right, and unfortunately, got to put a pin in it for part one. And right now, you can click right on over to part two, and we will finish our episode watching Batman Beyond Return of the Joker.